Tomahawk Roundup. All right, sounds good. All right, so what is going on, guys? This is Frank Zorowski here with the Tomahawk Roundup, and I am joined by Carolina Hurricanes prospect and someone that Chicago hockey fans will get to know very well over the next couple of years, Seth Jarvis. Seth, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm really excited to have you on. Yeah, just talk talk a little bit about growing up in Winnipeg. Did either iteration of the Winnipeg Jets help mold you into the player you are today? Yeah, growing up in Winnipeg, I think when I was in grade five or six, I think is when Winnipeg the Jets finally came back. So that was kind of my prime uh, excitement for the Jets. I think when you're younger, you really you really love your home team, and I think uh, around that age is when I really started taking hockey seriously. So. It was a perfect timing for me, and I think, yeah, watching the Jets, watching how they played, and then watching the passion everyone in Winnipeg and the fans had for, for the team really really helped uh, kind of mold my game for sure. Yeah, and that's the thing, because coming from Chicago, I always had a hockey team or two growing up, so I couldn't imagine what it was like being without one, and in a way, we're almost spoiled in Chicago with the Blackhawks and the Wolves, and just, what did, the, what, what did you notice about the passion that came back into the building? Can you compare it to anything you've seen in your career? I, I don't think I can compare it to anything I've ever experienced. I think the closest would have been playing in my in Portland in the WHL. But yeah, Winnipeg when that when that team came back and when we had a few playoff runs, I think was the craziest uh, excitement I've ever been around in terms of the city and, and surrounding the team. Yeah, without a doubt. Was there a particular player that stood out to you that you molded your game after with Winnipeg? Yeah, both of those guys contribute greatly for the Winnipeg Jets. So shifting a little bit more to you, obviously, the on ice creativity you exhibit is top notch, especially your stick handling. Where does your high hockey IQ come from? Yeah, watching a lot of hockey. I think uh, I've always been a hockey nerd, but I love watching games and love kind of analyzing what's going on and, and seeing where you can kind of take advantage of people and, and see what works and what doesn't. And then I think just being able to have coaches that kind of let me express that creativity and let me try new stuff and not be afraid to make mistakes. I think when you can kind of go out there and not be afraid to maybe make a bat, make a play, and it gets turned over, it gets picked off. I think that's something, especially when you're younger, you got to try those things to develop your game. And when you have the opportunity to do it and you can, you can kind of showcase your skills and showcase trying stuff, I think it really develops your game a lot faster. And that's really what I've understood from a lot of other young prospects like yourself, where if you have a coach that's open to say, hey, go throw everything you have out there on the ice, we're here to help you develop, it kind of releases a lot of tension within a player because it's like, okay, even if I make a mistake, my coach isn't going to be that mad because we're here to help me learn. Yeah, exactly. It's all about development, especially at a young age when you're you're coming up through the ranks before you do junior hockey. I think that's the biggest thing is, is just developing your game to, to kind of prepare you. Yeah, without a doubt. And just t- touching forward a little bit to your professional career, uh, obviously we know the world had changed with COVID-19, and we know that the NHL draft had to be held virtually. How was virtual draft night for you? And take us through that night play-by-play, if you will. Yeah, it was definitely a lot different than I kind of imagined in my head. I think I imagined myself going up on stage and, and getting pictures of the, the commissioner and, and the team that drafted me. But I think being at home was something a little bit more special. I was surrounded by friends and family, and had people that kind of been with me since since I started playing hockey. 
Milwaukee at like four years old. So it was it was a cool experience. I think being at home, I had everyone I kind of needed around me, and everyone that made a big impact in my life around me. So it was special in that way, but definitely not uh, not how I imagined it. No, and everything has changed. I can imagine what you would have imagined it to be, almost like the any other draft except for the one we just had but tell us about the phone call you got when did you when did you realize oh my goodness I'm going to Carolina yeah I actually uh I found out just kind of the way they did was on a we would all the players would sit on a computer on a zoom call and so we were probably about five seconds ahead of that, uh, normal television so I found out the same way as everyone else did just through the tv through here and uh hearing Don Waddell say my name and saying they selected me. So I had a quick uh, FaceTime call with, with him and uh, Rod Brindamore, actually, probably five minutes after after they announced it. But other than that, that was kind of how I found out. Yeah, and that's that's remarkable. I mean, just you're sitting on a Zoom call, so everything is just so raw and authentic there. Like, you can't take away the emotion that comes through on that Zoom call. Yeah, not at all. I think that was the first time I've ever seen my dad cry, and that was a cool experience for me, just someone that's been there for my whole hockey career, just kind of watching him break down a little bit was, was special for me. Yeah, that is special, and bless your dad for being there for you every step of the way. So your first AHL goal with Chicago was a passing clinic. Tell us about the the way that play developed and just your reaction to the goal. It was awesome. That, uh, that power play we were on was, was loaded with talent, I think. It was me, Tommy, uh, Zooks, and Bacher, and then uh, I think it was Dave on top. So there's a bunch of guys that can make plays, and I think it went Dave and Bacher, and I was just kind of sliding back door into some quiet ice where no one kind of saw me, and, and Bacher made a great play back door, and I was just able to kind of uh, shoot it, basically. So it was, it was definitely definitely not – it was definitely a pretty easy goal in terms of uh, I didn't have to do a whole lot, but the play was, the play was awesome. And that's that's the thing. It was a, it's a true team play because if one guy went in there on a break, you might have a 50-50 shot with the goaltender. But if you're passing it around point to point, little area to little area, it exposes the goaltender and allows somebody like you to make a play. Yeah, it definitely allowed me to make to give me the easiest goal possible for sure. Yeah, and that's and that's really remarkable. So obviously you're off to Portland now, but what will you take away from your stint with Chicago, and what are you looking forward to about returning whenever that is? Yeah, I think uh, I think the biggest takeaway is just how to how to kind of live live life as a pro. I think when you're in junior, you're obviously living with a family, and and you have all these support systems around you. But when you're up from pro, you're kind of on your own. So that was a big adjustment for me, just being on my own and and have to kind of fend for myself there. So that was that was the biggest thing for me, and I think taking that back to here is just being more responsible for myself and being more self-sufficient and not only on the ice and in the kind of weight room and stuff like that, but outside, focusing on what I eat and what I'm, what I'm doing to my body and what I'm taking care of it. So those are probably the two biggest things I've taken away uh, kind of back to Chicago. Yeah, and that's that's really important because it's one thing if somebody can tell you, hey, you need to eat this, don't eat that, stay in the weight room at this time, be responsible with your body. But it's another thing if you're doing it yourself. And I think that's what impressed me the most about you, Seth, when I was seeing your on and off ice reel was your maturity. Your maturity on and off the ice really stuck out to me. Yeah, that's been something that's been implemented from a young age, my parents definitely forced me to, to grow quickly and not, uh, they didn't come too much slack in terms of and taking stuff easy and not focusing on details. So I got to thank them a lot for, for being able to be detail oriented and really taking my focus seriously. 
And that's and that's important because if like you said with juniors with the support system, it's the support system is everything. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't have the right support system, like the right parents, uh, from the parental lottery, if you will, I'm just throwing that in the wind. But if you have the right parental system, you're gonna be successful regardless of what kind of talent you have. Yeah, they de- they definitely play a huge part and definitely uh, definitely help you out a lot more than maybe in the moment you realize, but when you kind of get out of it, you. You look back and you realize how big they were for you, for sure. Yeah, it's something that you look back and say, wow, I was really lucky that I had this support system growing up. Exactly. Yeah, so going into Portland, you know, you've got a condensed schedule. What's the mindset going into the season? Yeah, I think uh, our team here, we we're really young, so we have a lot of guys that never played a junior game in their life, so it's been the first couple two weeks of practice has been I think the first week was just kind of shaking off the rust and getting everyone back into the game game speed and getting ready to kind of prepare and then this past like five days have been getting ready for our first game and going over systems and special teams and stuff like that but I think in terms for our team I think we finished on a really high note last year so I think carrying that momentum and hopefully uh I don't want to say we want to win it. We want to win every game, obviously, but that's always not uh, not the most realistic thing. But I think just winning every night and going in there, and not having not having a night where uh, you kind of take your foot off the gas, and you really want to you want to keep the pressure on as many as possible. And that's really important because we see with teams where they're like, I think a perfect example that comes up to me is I would think it was the mid two thousands with the Blackhawks where they were down like four or five nothing against Calgary. And came back to win it in overtime, six to five, and the Calgary team hadn't kind of kept their foot on the gas. So when you're talking about foot on the gas, it applies at really every level from uh, might hockey to to the NHL. Exactly. Yeah, keeping your foot on the gas. I'm my period since I was about six years old. So yeah, that definitely definitely big, and it's definitely a huge part of of what it takes to kind of win a game and, and win those, like you said, they're down for nothing if you don't. You don't keep your foot on the gas. That's when other teams kind of climb back into it and, and uh, kind of sneak away from you. Yeah, sneaking away from you. Um, Seth, before we head out today, is there anything else you want to add for our listeners around the U.S., Canada, beyond? We've got a large Canadian listenership. Uh, I think uh, if there's any young coaches out there teaching young kids, I think just the biggest thing for me is just let them have fun. Let them develop their game at their own pace. I think everyone's going to develop at their, at their own speed so if you see a kid and he looks like he's struggling just remind him to have fun because at the end of the day hockey's fun and that's, that's how it should be Right, right. Having fun at a young age, you've only got one childhood, and if the coaches, like, again, I'm going to reiterate what we talked about, the support system, if that right support system is there, then you're going to have the best time, regardless of whether you're a 20-goal scorer or not. Exactly. Yeah, so Seth Jarvis, Carolina Hurricanes prospect and future Chicago Wolf. Seth, thank you so much for the time. Yeah, thank you for having me.